All right, all right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Chase Talks Hip Hop Podcast. And it's been a pretty hectic week, I gotta say. You know, with um everything going on in like the hip hop world, Kanye West leaking out his contracts, pissing on a Grammy. There's been a lot of shit going on, and um, I really want to talk, just mainly just talk about the music industry, the music business as a whole, and break this down, because I, f- I really, by the way, I'm trying something new, I- I'm doing this shit standing, I'm doing the podcast standing now, whenever I do this solo shit, because it, it just feels a little bit more natural, um, you know, it's, it's probably better for my back, my lower lumbar, so I'm giving that a shot, but <laughs> I gotta include everything, everything with you guys, but yeah, it's raining outside. You might be able to hear a little bit of that. It's Oregon. It's storming. But back, back to everything about the music business and Kanye West. Um, when all of this stuff emerged, I think that we had a lot of the, of the same thoughts about it, you know, um, about Kanye. And I had some mixed, mixed feelings, too, because him being the label owner of good music, I've really had this thing where if he wants to have his masters, then it's... He has to give the masters back to the artists that he signed. That includes the Big Sean, Pusha T, Kid Cudi, etc. And you know when um, Kanye, when I saw the the headline and I saw the and I read the article about Kanye giving back the masters to the artists on Good Music, I really I felt really good about that. And what made me happy was I don't I don't know. It just it just feels like that's that thing that needs to come full circle where people they have to. They have to practice what they preach, in a sense. So if Kanye stays in this direction, I think that this is something I can get used to. Um, the Kanye that wants to help artists, you know, get their masters and own that. And that's understandable because the music industry is crooked. And Hip Boy recently came out and he discussed how bad his publishing deal was and how his lawyer said it was one of the worst ones that he's ever seen. So when you see someone as talented as Hip Boy, by the way, who has produced for... For the Watch the Throne album, Hit Records, the Paris record, Click, Mercy. He he's been he's been behind so many hit records and he's also been behind excuse me, Audio Audio Push. And Audio Push is a really dope duo out of the IE, you know, a shout out to them. But um, you know, with this music shit, I really do have a lot of sympathy for whether, you know, it's a rapper, writer, producer, anybody, because um, you know, it's a tough game out here. It's a really tough game. So, when you have someone like Kanye being open about it, that's good. But there's also like this issue where it it kind of I know Kanye must have signed NDAs, and when you're dropping and releasing, you know these contracts and everything, this paperwork, this high profile stuff, I feel like that might have um some consequences for him personally and financially. But I know he's a billionaire; he has money, he has it. But you have to be careful. I feel you know with what you expose and what you bring out. But I do agree with the sentiment of Kanye West. And one tidbit I got to say, though, is um, Kanye West, he had this seven-point plan about signing with major labels. And I think the thing is, though, this is where I come come from when I have to like play devil's advocate and respect, respectfully disagree. And I think that artists nowadays, they should build their own team around them or what their goals are for certain times and projects. Like, for instance... If when Nas did Illmatic, he he recruited more multiple producers. It wasn't like one producer signed him and fed him these ideas. It's he built everything around him and his ideas. So, 
I think if there's anything that artists can take away specifically is this. If you're gonna, if you wish to make the most out of your music personally and own your masters, you are better off. You are better off doing it independent and selling maybe 20,000, 30,000 than doing it big and selling a million. And that, I know that sounds crazy to you, but is it really? Because you see these deals that these artists get in, they're not getting the money that they should. It's crazy to think that there are people who are getting money off of that hit boy beat and they didn't touch it. And he and he has one of the worst publishing deals. So that, that tells you about how horrid the music industry is and how racist it is and how fucked up it is. And I think on my end, like how I want to, what I, if there's like anything I could like give out, it's like this school of advice is if artists built their own label and they didn't even sign people. I mean, for me, it's like this. I got EMP, Empathy Music Productions. I don't really have a goal to sign artists like that because for me, I don't want to give an artist that advice. If the advice I can give any artist is this is, it's build your own brand, your own name, your own movement. You know, find producers you like to work with. Uh, videographers, photographers, etc., etc. Outsource when you need to, and keep things in home when you have to. But what I'm saying is, build this stuff up, build yourself up, build your connections, because these these industries they're really people don't understand that this industry they feed off the energy of young artists that drop shit on SoundCloud. They feed off our energy. They they hire us. They we write for them. Like we are the artists that create for them. So anybody who's listening to this who maybe has like a hundred SoundCloud followers or fifty, you gotta understand like you are doing something that that the industry is watching. Maybe if it isn't you specifically as a whole, as a you know, I think as um a full body, you know, we're all just cells at the end of the day. We're a part of the same movement. Um when you look at it, we are affecting the grand scheme of things and with independence, I think that people just need to figure out a way to get up. It's like starting a business, upstarting capital. But first things first is you have to have the music, the, the talent, and you have to have the skill set. But knowing that Kanye did give the masters to kick, give masters to Kid Cudi, Pusha T, Big Sean, John Legend, I do appreciate that because Big Sean also had a great album, Detroit 2. And I really like that. I don't really do reviews. That's not my thing, but um, I really, I thought it was a solid project. I thought it was a little long. I might have cut a couple of tracks, but overall, I really enjoyed the project, and I think it was Big Sean's best date, uh, label um, release yet, personally. And, and I, the, the two with Big Sean, I've been listening to him for a long time, and I think with each project, I've, I've liked it a little bit more. And even, even the ones where people were really hard on him, I felt like it wasn't, I don't know, I feel like sometimes people... Similar to Logic, um, and I got something to say about that shit that happened with Reason, but I feel like people do like to take shots at Big Sean sometimes over stupid shit, and I'm not gonna lie, up front, he does do corny shit or say dumb shit from time to time, but you can't tell me that, like for me, I, I actually liked his verse on No Favors better with that with Eminem, I thought his verse was more listenable, and um, I think Big Sean can snap, I thought he was great on the Friday Night Cypher record, I thought he was great on the intro to the album. I, I, so, so Big Sean, I'm happy that he's, the, the reception, the wider reception is being a little bit more forgiving and they're not just hitting with past shit and past remarks because I saw this video, I can't remember who it was by and I'm not disrespecting the channel, I, I like the channel, but um, they called Big Sean a non-essential rapper and because he doesn't know how to get too deep into his emotions and they feel like he can't reach certain barriers 
or, or good get past certain barriers as far as all of that. But on this Detroit 2 album, I think he really silenced the critics because he got really personal and he really had some good lines. And I walked away with it thinking, okay, you know, Sean is really doing good and I'm happy for him. And, and about, you know, logic and this shit with reason, I, I know I'm kind of doing like some quick takes and stuff because I'm, I'm trying to get to some other topics, but this stuff to me, I mean, this is, this is just little bullshit that hip hop media tries to stir up and make into a bigger thing, but it really isn't that like, it's. I really like look at this and I feel like where <laughs> what is the reason to dislogic and um, <laughs> you know what I mean uh, it's it's funny to me like you know they're really different and the line that reason had he said it in a way like people compare him to logic I don't think anyone does and he came out and tweeted that he recorded the, the, the song a year ago and the verse was older and that he didn't write it when he was retired but either way I feel like releasing it and dissing a retired rapper, you know, or I mean, I don't really think he's fully retired, but I just kind of feel like this. We got to let the man live. It's kind of getting corny to a point because I know Logic has had some subpar projects, but, you know, a lot of people have had subpar projects that still get respected and they don't get hated as much. And again, like the, the thing that Reason was saying was he called Logic a vulture. Uh, or taking and accuse them of taking from the culture, but it's interesting because I just released the Sun Zoo record, and I I'm, I dropped a few names. I dropped Takashi's name, Tori's name, Yellow Wolf, Lil Dicky, Macklemore. I think that's it. Yellow Wolf, Lil Dicky, and Macklemore. And I didn't do that just you know on some oh I want to you know start some shit. No, this was just me clearing air on how I feel. And for me, I think if Reason really wants to get out of Vulture, why doesn't he this Post Malone? Why doesn't he did? Because Post Malone has come out and said some shit. But my thing is with Logic, and I've listened to Logic for a long time. Even though I'm not after the Incredible True Story, I didn't like everybody too much. I had some mixed emotions, but I did like some stuff on the album. I didn't walk away fully hating it. Um, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. I didn't like that one too much. I, but you can't tell me that the Bobby Tarantino projects aren't solid. I like those tapes and. Um, you can't tell me under pressure isn't solid or or the new album he's dropped no pressure isn't is it's pretty it's a good album I like it may not be like the perfect ten out of ten album but you know I walked away with you know a lot of respect and I felt like Logic did a, did a good job silencing critics and and it's for me with this music shit I feel like there's a lot of hate so I I don't want to put energy towards people in the wrong way and that's not to say Logic hasn't taken music or he can't be corny or or, or can't you know, Dory doesn't pander up. I'm not saying he doesn't. I'm just saying, though, like, dissing Logic is, is just stupid at this point. Because Reason, what did Reason think he was going to get out of this? Like, he was going to get, like, some beef, you know, some promotion, similar to, like, how Joyner got some. It just felt stupid because Reason is dope. I actually think Reason is a dope MC, and I don't think he has to do this. I mean, he's already signed to TDE, and he has a lot of momentum. And if you ask me, it's like even Sean C said this, uh, Sir and Reason haven't been marketed as well. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you think about it, Isaiah Rashad, Kendrick, Schoolboy, J-Rock, they get marketed pretty well. SZA, Sir and Reason, they're not getting marketed. They're not getting marketed properly. And this is a re... And this is a re here's the issue. 
reason is so is really dope and I know this dude can rap I just feel like he's wasting his time trying to diss people who really like you could say logic maybe he's gentrified certain sounds or maybe made some shit a little bit poppy to appeal to a white audience maybe whatever a wider audience but you can't tell me that like he doesn't care about hip-hop you can't tell me that I can tell like in his nature that he loves hip-hop and that he isn't just a vulture and when he's co-signed by so many people from Vince Staples to Black Thought, I think it, it, and Joey Badass, so it's hard for people just to say, oh, fuck Logic entirely. Even though, like, I, I've never been on Team Screw Logic or anything. I actually think Logic is dope. You know, are there verses I don't like? Maybe. Yeah, there are verses I don't like. I don't like the Twisted verse that much. I don't like his, his verse off the Caterpillar remix that much. But... You know, I walk away though still respecting Logic for what he's done and reason dissing him, it just it doesn't have any it doesn't have any validity, I feel. It just doesn't make sense and it feels like such a reach because I know and two logic is smart because when he said I don't know who that guy is, he really just played it off cool and I really don't think he, he probably doesn't know who he is. You know what I mean? And and even if Logic does know who Reason is, I don't think he's going to punch down. Like, Logic has already... He doesn't have shit to prove to Reason, I think. And, like, Reason is dope. I feel like this is a bad position where Reason has everything to prove and Logic doesn't. And I think if he, wa he wants to attack certain artists or if you're going to go at certain white artists, like, why don't you go on Madchild, Tom McDonald, like, certain people who are really taken from the culture. Like, Tom McDonald... Is fucking trash and he's racist. Like, are you gonna tell me that? Like, I gotta see this punk ass mad child rap in front of a Canadian flag and shit. It just, I just don't get this shit. I really don't get this. So, it's if people are really gonna concentrate their attention on getting to the vultures, get to the vultures. Get to the fucking vultures then. But people keep their mouth shut and they wanna go at logic because he's perceived as an easy target. I'm just saying this. Anybody, listen. After this retirement phase, when Logic comes back, I think he's going to be a lot better than you guys think. And if you guys don't think Logic is dope, go listen to Game Related. Logic can hit motherfuckers with flow, and, and he can spit, and he's got bars. Like, I know Logic, when he gets in this bag, and he can do some shit like he did on that Jordan Lucas record he did with him, the, the ISIS record. You know, I, you can't underestimate Logic fully. So I feel like reason doing this, it's not going to help him, because too... When I look at when I listen to it, I just wasn't impressed by Reason's bars or, or delivery as much. And like similar, like how I'm not always impressed by logic. It's like I feel like if you're gonna diss somebody or go at him, you gotta have some bars too. You gotta have levels to it. And all he said was, "You getting me confused and this and that." Like I'm not. It, it just felt really. It really just didn't feel well planned out. It felt kind of like forced and pushed and. Reason, this and logic, it's kind of funny. I mean, logic and reason, really. It sounds like they should, they should actually come together and do a joint project called Logic and Reason or something, or some philosophy album. But them beefing to me is, it's just silliness. Because I mean, it's not even beef. Why am I even calling it beef? It's not fucking beef. Like, I don't want to even feed into that fuck shit at all. At fucking all. But pretty much, though, what I'm just trying to get down to is that you know, the music business is just really shady in general. And you see what the music business does. Like, it really doesn't give a fuck. And I've seen these documentaries, too, about Rough Riders and No Limit and how... Respect to Master P and No Limit. I respect what he did for Snoop Dogg getting him out of that death row contract. If you haven't seen that, go peep that shit. 
But <clears throat> with um with Rough Riders and shit and DMX, you see too, like just like the levels of, of Def Jam Records, where Def Jam Records, they have no issue turning people away. Like Def Jam Records, like it's like a Leviathan. So the reason too, like with, with artists who sign the major deals, I do I do have this respect because I feel like they're taking a lot of risk, and there is grand there is a grand reward. So. I don't know, man. It's like these major labels, you know, these major labels, what they do. Let me just kind of bring you into like what they do. They, it's, it's like they, they are predatory, you know, they're predatory and they really want to push this agenda and keep, keep an artist on drugs. And this is something that Steven Tyler said where record executives would want you drunk and high so you could sign contracts because you weren't going to read the shit. You're not fucking paying attention. So isn't, do you guys find it odd that like, major labels like they're not trying to stop you know somebody on drugs you know like don't you think you don't you guys ever find it odd why Atlantic Records you know like why why wasn't like how is this like jet full of drugs Juice World's jet full of drugs and how does Atlantic Records not know how would it like you're telling me like this is all him this is all Juice World is doing he purely has the hookup because you you can't tell me that these these labels don't have this power where all one bunch of coke on it. You can't tell me that they don't. So it I can't just like look at this and see all this shit and like look at Juice World's death and not feel like there was something weird or something shady. Like maybe not that it was a setup or anything, but they definitely didn't help. Like these labels don't help. And it's at the end of the day, we're all profiting off of our own pain, right? But you should own own your own music and. You know, one thing too, doing this, I've been working on my debut album and like the personal things I feel like getting all this shit out at the end of the day, like you really just have to love what you're doing. You have to love what you're doing because you could have all the money, you could have a major label backing you, but you, you can't really get love. You can't manufacture love and support and that grassroots fan base that you can create just from being genuine. And you can't mimic that shit. You can't mimic it and then... If you get some steam and build up, you know, you never know where you can get. You could get somewhere and be like a Russ and you could have your own setup. And I mean, that's really inspiring. Or, or you could, you could, I mean, I'm a Russ, like you want to take it back further. Jay-Z, Master P, you know, you could really do things right where these majors have to come to you and then you put out the terms versus them giving you the terms and you signing and you're working for them. It's when you're running your own, almost your, your, your own artistry, your own campaign, your, your, your own musician, you really have to be on your P's and Q's and be in charge of what you're doing. So, all in all, like when I look at all this stuff regarding Kanye West, and it's it's been a, like a hell of a week too. But all I got to say is this: is like we as artists, or if you're an artist listening, a rapper, engineer, just know what you're worth. Know what you are worth. All right, that's all I'm trying to say. Know your worth as an artist because anyone and everyone will take it away. Anybody, everybody will try to take away your worth know your fucking worth and what you bring because I don't care if you're like a, a just a, a small artist on the come up you're indie and you don't have much or if you're a dude just starting up you have value and you can double that value like a business okay I started off like I wasn't good at this shit but my lyrics now have value my beats have a little bit of value my shit is starting to grow value this music is starting to develop value and it's a business, all right? And it is a business, and it takes time. It's taken me a decade to get to this point where I am, and I still have a lot of work to do. 
because I'm underground, all right? I just got, I just broke into working with bigger names like Triz and Mark Battles, like these really King Lois, people I respect so personally because what they've done for me musically, like what, what, like I would go to that music when I needed it for a reason because it spoke to me. And I'm working with these people, you know, and I got a lot of shit down the line. I got, I got so much music ready to drop. It's scary. I'm so prepared. I feel like I'm Bruce Wayne in the Batcave right now, and I'm just waiting to just fucking, just to, to pretty much unload my master plan. And it's great, you know? And uh, just everything. Just everything going on. But overall, what I'm happy about is this podcast is doing better. I'm getting some new guests. I'll be um, interviewing more people. And there's more music coming. And please, I'm going to play my single at the end of this, Sun Zoo. Just take a listen. Enjoy it. I appreciate all the love. Thank you guys so fucking much. Peace and love.